Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by sleep expert Tom Coleman. Hello, how are you? Very good. Very good. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So there is a TikTok trend going around where people are mouth taping to help with sleep. Is this legit? Like, is this good advice? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's pretty new. Okay. Uh, um, so there is some research behind it. Um, some credible research, uh, small enough study. So it does need more research. It was uh, tested in 2015 for sleep apnea. I suppose, look, one of the questions is why? Yeah. Um, to help with things like snoring and sleep apnea. The study in 2015 reported a, a mild improvement. In terms of snoring, there was a study done in 2013 by uh, our very own Dr. Patrick McKeown, and, and they found a 70% re- reduction in snoring, which was excellent. So there is a fair bit of research there. More is required. Yeah. I couldn't actually think of anything worse than taping my mouth shut when I'm trying to sleep. But there is evidence to show that breathing through your nose is actually better for us. It is better. According to your experts now, we're, we're not breathing correctly. We've turned into mouth breathers. Mm-hmm. So why should we nose breathe? Um, I suppose what it does essentially is it humidifies the air for us. It filters the air. We actually have more hair fo- follicles on the inside of our nose than we do on our head, which is kind of frightening. Wow. Tiny <laughs> yeah. space and all that. <laughs> Get the trimmers out now. <laughs> so... So, yeah, that is kind of interesting. But uh, nose breathing has been shown to improve health, uh, sorry, improve sleep, um, reduce snoring. And, you know, it's so, yeah, I mean, there are benefits there. What are some of the problems with us taking our advice from the likes of TikTok and social media? Oh, yeah, that's a very, very good point. I mean, nowadays we just seem to, there's so many messages coming at us from so many different uh, sources. And I always kind of say to people, look, check your source and check who's selling you what and don't just jump on any trend. We must, part of my job is looking at the research and evaluating the research and, and, you know, trying to advise people on best practice. And sometimes with these things, if they're done correctly under the right supervision, they can be beneficial. But if you just, you know, if you just have a go at them, then Mm. maybe it could be detrimental. I mean, I would really advise people to consult with your GP first. If you have issues like allergies or asthma or any respiratory issue or even congestion, it may not be good for you. Um, So don't don't ignore that. Yeah, don't kind of take your own advice or or some stranger on social media going to get actual advice about these things. Correct. Get proper advice from the professionals. But in relation to, I suppose, winter and this cold weather that we're currently experiencing, should we be changing our routine in regards to sleep at all? Or do we kind of stick to what we should be doing generally? Well, naturally what happens to humans is we tend to go to bed slightly later and get up slightly later in winter. And we tend to sleep more actually in winter down to the darkness, I suppose, primarily Primarily light is huge when it comes to sleep. So you will find that you maybe the requirement for sleep maybe increases a little bit. Uh, you will find that you you might uh, sleep a bit more. We have to be mindful of mood disorders associated with light, like seasonal affective disorder, and that's non-existent in the tropics. So yes, we should we should be taking more care. Of course, winter 
we get the colds, we get the flus, mm -hmm. stress, all of that stuff really feeds into it as well. So we have to be mindful of those things. And we were talking about that before we started chatting, that when we take a break, when we calm down, like coming up now to, I hate saying it, but up to Christmas, when we all maybe have a week yeah. off, that is when we tend to get sick, when we suddenly take some downtime. Is there a reason behind this? Yeah. Absolutely. There is some science behind this. And how many times has it happened with people? You know, they're very busy in work. They have a project and they're just waiting for the holiday or or they're waiting to, to get over the line to finish up for Christmas. And they're so looking forward to that. And then they get the project done or they finish their work. And then their first day or two off, they find they've, they've, they've broken down. They've got mm -hmm. a cold or a flu. And the reason behind that is um, when we are in that stressed out state, we're producing cortisol, a powerful hormone. And what that does is, is it, it boosts your immunity. So you're, we're actually making a lot of immune cells while we're stressed out. Mm -hmm. And then when we stop being stressed out, the immune system then uh, downregulates activity. We're producing less of these antibodies and bang, all of a sudden we get sick. So here's the Here's the hack. Here's the biohack to, to, to counteract that. What we need to do is dovetail into exercise. Okay. And that's a very healthy way that we will avoid getting sick. So we'll gradually come down uh, and we there won't suddenly just be, you know, a lowering of, of the immune uh, response. How much exercise are we talking? Like something a day, maybe like a walk or a run? Yeah, I mean, we should be we should be hitting that thirty minutes a day. Okay. That sounds like a lot, but it's actually two percent of your day. If you could look at it in that way. If you can't make half an hour, break it down into 10, 15 minute chunks. Mm -hmm. Um, it is it is crucial. I mean, it's 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 um something that you know we're designed to do. We're not using, like we said, we're not breathing correctly. We're not we're not moving correctly. Mm -hmm. We're not eating correctly. So <laughs> you know, get out there and use your body for its intended purpose. Yeah. Uh, and and move and it all it all counts it could be cleaning it could be gardening it could be chasing the kids around just be more active yeah it kind of questions how we're living all together doesn't it kind of like priorities maybe we need to as you say incorporate 30 minutes of exercise it can't be too difficult it can't be too difficult i mean <laughs> engage with the day yeah. we are better designed to deal with stress earlier in the day as well in the morning tackle those tasks first the difficult tasks and work in bouts of 90 minutes the same as our sleep cycles we have cycles in the brain during the day so we we need to start learning how to work with our bodies and not just keep the foot on the accelerator the whole time and when we start doing that we become more productive and, is, and we get yeah. better energy why is morning better for those tasks because we our concentration levels are better your circadian rhythm doesn't just look after your sleep actually all of the functions and processes so we get this cortisol activation response in the morning and that cortisol allows us to deal with stress much easier in the morning so actually there's less friction there so lean into the day and um, get outside and take regular breaks this kind of common sense stuff there is huge amount of science behind it and it's how we're how we're designed you know there's no no creature that just accelerates the whole time yeah. and then expects themselves to not get sick or break down this is it we just expect to kind of keep going but it's fascinating <laughs> the amount of science and an actual fact that is behind this if we want to go looking for it but if people want to find That's out right. more about what you do where can they find you uh, they can find me on Instagram tomcoleman.ie or my website www.tomcoleman.ie excellent Tom Coleman thank you very much for chatting to us 
a pleasure. Thanks for having me.